You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome back. Another episode of Dirty Modo. I'm your host, Steve Letarte, in the, we'll call it the laboratory. We have the professor. We got uh, producer Wait, what, Hold on. Wouldn't the professor be in the lab? Yeah. Why are you taking my space? <laughs> what are you talking about? I said the professor's in the laboratory. Oh, you okay. You made it sound like your yeah. place is the lab. Yeah. <laughs> you guys, pay attention. <laughs> Wait, all three of us thought the same okay. thing, but it's us? That doesn't make you mean you're right. All right, I'm going to give this another cold start because you guys. Oh, no, we're leaving this in. <laughs> all right. The following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. Place your bets, ladies and gentlemen. Place your bets. Another episode of Dirty Mo Doe. I'm your host, Steve Tart. We have the professor in the laboratory, for those that aren't paying attention. Producer Trav in a one-of-one Dirty Mo Media hat, having a cold beer. I don't even know what we're calling his. This is the cavern. And then we have Tampa Tim's in studio. Let's just jump right into what's really, really important. How did the chaos at Atlanta strike you tims did you win money lose money are you working doubles this week what's the deal no we were good we hit both the truck xfinity winner we were what 0.003 seconds away from sweeping the weekend with blaney uh we made money about up four units from last week so we're happy we're good we hit the blackjack table right after so we're we're good truck and xfinity winner with no help of the professor but we saw you all on social media we're going to get on top of that this week since we forgot to discuss it last week Hold on. Those were the two easiest winners to pick, too. Tim's, get up. You're not hurt. I mean, I, re- I mean, they're winning tickets. I cashed them. So I'll take them. I mean, Kyle Busch, when he runs a truck, is pretty much easy money. So so let's talk this then. Let's talk the predictor then. If, quote, those are the two easiest things to predict. How did the predictor do in Atlanta there, Big Mouth? We, we were really close with Ryan Blaney. I was with Tampa Tim's, took took Ryan Blaney, the favorite. Um, it, it all made sense. It's it's. It's normal super speedway racing. I, you can't predict what was going to happen there. Nobody could have predicted what happened in Atlanta. Well, I agree with that. But now the question is, from Daytona to Atlanta, how the hell are we going to predict what's going to happen at Las Vegas after two super speedway races? Before we get into the predictor, talk about the uh, ingredients. When I look at the predictor, what are we looking at? Can we mention a couple winners from Atlanta before we move on? Oh, jump right in. Yeah. I'm not good at this social media stuff, so go ahead. Brian L., Put a nice little five dollar bet on Daniel Suarez. Two hundred dollars, two hundred five dollars. He brought home. Nice little see. That's the thing. Have fun. Don't get crazy with the bets. Love that. Uh, and then Shane Waller. He went with a three uh, matchup parlay: uh, Bowman over Bell, Blaney over Larson, Byron over Hamlin. Uh, Ten dollars brought him seventy four dollars. Oh, speaking of matchups. First of all, parlaying matchups is interesting. A lot of books won't let you do it. So good for him for finding a book that let him do it. Um, did you make a move on Logano Sunday morning with the announcement of the penalty? That's the question I have for Tim's. 
I did. I, I was looking at it before the penalty the, to do Denny Hamlin over Logano. And then, uh, yeah, I moved on immediately. The books so, didn't really adjust, but. So, so I have a question then. When he was rolling down pit road and the yellow came out, <laughs> what was the pucker factor that he wasn't going to lose a lap? I mean, I was, I was like, well, this sucks. He's going to went right up to 14th, like immediately. So yeah, that sucked. I was like, all right. Cash. And then uh, at the same time, the top Toyotas of Bell and Jones were in the wreck and they were out of it. So I'm like, well, throw away this week. This one's absolute failure on lap two, but it turned out. Okay. Um, all right. Well, listen, we go from mile and a half Atlanta, which is absolutely super speedway drafting racing out West to Las Vegas. High speed, mile and a half, tons of bumps and one or two around the bottom and the middle. Gets a little smoother around the top. Um, three and four, a little bit lower grip because it sits in the sun. Great racetrack to see uh, next-gen cars at. The racing out there has really, really been good. New right-side tire, if my math is right, from Goodyear. Same left-side tire. Professor's nodding. He's a little shocked, and I knew that stat on a non-NBC weekend. I got my homework done, Professor. New right side tire, so that really goes into. Let me let's talk about the ingredients. We're gonna we're gonna put this predictor up on a pedestal. You're gonna have to tell me why I'm getting soup du jour here. We've seen two super speedway races. We got a new Toyota Toyota body, a new Ford body that we haven't seen the downforce versions of. So so what did you put in the mix to get the predictor? Well, I I put in a lot of Las Vegas, a lot of mile and a half races. Atlanta doesn't count as a mile and a half race for us. And then we still go back to to last year. We still pull in last year's results. And uh, I think it still makes sense. You know, William Byron and Kyle Larson are at the top. They won both races there last year, swept both races last year. Hendrick's been really good at Las Vegas, winning three of the last four with three different drivers. Um, and then and then Toyota's also been really strong at, at Las Vegas recently. So that's what makes up the rest of the top 10, I would say, in the predictor. So we got tier one, tier two. Tier one is four drivers, William Byron, Larson, Hamlin, Blaney. Um, pretty big gap from Byron to Blaney personally in the predictor score. Tier two, Bowman, Bell, Chastain, Reddick. Throw a, throw a blanket over the four of those looking at the scores. Reddick, Truex, Wallace, Bush. That's the end of tier two. So tier one and two get us all the way to the top 11. Cool. Hold on a second, though, Russ. At what point would you have separated Byron and Larson? Uh, wh how, what kind of gap would you have wanted to see? Um, I, I... I'm going to answer this for him. If we were the, the 10th downforce race of the year and you saw that same seven-point swing, we would have separated them. But but the, the swings are a little coarse with the lack of new data. Yeah, I, I just think that makes sense to, to split them where we split them there. So... Like the next group is so tight together, but I think, you know, you have Blaney and Byron, you know, a bigger gap than normal, but I think they're still interchangeable. So moving on on tier three, and I want to talk about this because tier three starts at the, at the, the 12th position, right? So we have a lot of tier two drivers, tier three, 12th position, Brad K, Logano, bit surprised by Logano, Busher, Gibbs, Dylan, Chase Elliott is a tier three. I mean, yeah. Kyle Busch barely snuck into tier two, but Chase Elliott's down at tier three next to Ricky Stenhouse Jr. Tier four, Suarez, Burton, Jones, Haley, Priest, Briscoe, and we'll get to the bottom couple tiers in a moment. Um, I don't have a whole lot of questions at the top. You normally spend a lot of time at the top, but I think Byron and Larson are great tier one guys. 
Denny Hamlin was so fast at Miami a year ago before the steering broke and he smashed the fence. And Blaney ended the year so strong. I, God, I hate agreeing with the professor, but I have a hard time arguing that those shouldn't be the four premier guys. So, but you're going to argue with me with my fifth place guy. I know that. So uh, everybody's been telling me about this, but Alex Bowman. Whoa, 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 hold on. Listen, I have a whole lot of pissing and moaning I have for you in arguments and disagreements. <laughs> we're, don't just jump right to the obvious one that you think we're going to start with just because you're loaded for the argument. Just because you get <laughs> together doesn't mean, hey, we're going to start with this guy. No, no. There's a reason when I introduced everybody, I said, hey, I'm your host. And then you three. I get to steer this, Professor. You don't get to just line me up for an all argument. Right, all right. Good Come Lord. On. Bring Thomas. it on. Bring it on. Get him out. Of I, I like this, Professor. Oh, he's feisty. Yeah, Kevin Harvick pokes him one time. Next thing I know, he's frigging Floyd Mayweather over here. He's, his fists are going left That's and right. right. Good Lord. I was going to give the floor to the gambler to see if he had any inquiries on the top four before you jumped right ahead. Yeah, whatever the host wants, host can do. Byron, Larson, Hamlin, Blaney, Tims, are you on board or are you just are you going to defer your time from Tampa Tims over to the professor? I mean, I'll be quick so he could take up some of my time, but I I do like Hendrick. I, I do like Byron and Larson. I think the books have them the top two favorites for a reason. I mean, they're they're so good here, and I think they're off to a good start this year too, Hendrick and Chevy in general. So, uh, definitely, definitely like Hendrick. We'll be hammering at least three of their four drivers. Okay, now I'm going to let you argue about Bowman. So let's stay on the Hendrick. Hold train on a second. For a I have a question though with Larson. Larson is plus four hundred. So how would you bet that versus some of the other ones? Because his odds are so low. I would bet him. I'd put a couple units on him. Uh, obviously, after qualifying, so I don't think the lines will change that much, even if he's on the pole. Um, and I would try to balance that out with all the others. I, it's just, it, it's kind of like Austin Hill last week. He's so good at super speedways. He's worth putting some money on because if he doesn't win, a winning ticket's a winning ticket. I mean, plain and simple and you're still doubling your money with larson i mean you're quadrupling your money i think it's worth a couple unit bet right there and then you hope maybe that you, you catch a long shot with bowman or you know byron but you know that's how i bet it well so what i would say is you said after qualifying i would add that i think this is an important practice to watch normally i would say we don't learn a lot in a short practice but being the first downforce race i would just to 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 really jump on Tim's train there, I would like to see that Larson is as good as we think he should be. Like if he comes out and he's the fastest thing there, it's going to go from four to three and a half. If it moves, it probably stays at four. Like, I don't think it moves much at all. He's the heavy favorite. So prove to me that you deserve the four to one number, right? Prove to me. Uh, the professor has dug into the data. We have some great ideas about what ran well at Vegas last time. Throw away the first couple laps. Look at laps like 4 to 10, 4 to 12 of a run. Really translated to the race. So tune in over the weekend on social. We'll try to give you some updates on what practice looks like. Practice is on Saturday, right, professor? Correct. On FS1? Yes. Saturday, FS1. You could tune in in person. You can go to NASCAR.com. They have a good timing and scoring feed. You can watch the lap times yourself if you want to get hardcore with it. So there's a couple ways to digest the data. Uh, for those of you on social who are asking where the Chopper's picks are, Chopper currently is floating somewhere in the Caribbean on the largest cruise ship in the world. It also has a casino. So I'm not sure it'll still be afloat when Chopper gets off it. Um, but here's the truth. We haven't seen the Chopper much this year because the guy bought a golf course. He thought that was a good idea. And we can't get him away from work. So we're going to have the Chopper guest appearance time to time. But... 
But now that you're a golf course owner, apparently you work a lot. So you don't have a lot of time to get on here. And I don't think it slowed down as gambling. It just slowed down as talking about gambling. That's my chopper update. I assumed that he wasn't on the show because you guys were scared of Russ and I beating him in pickleball. So it's like if Chop leaves, that's the way that that just doesn't happen and you don't get your whoop in. First of all, Chopper's down. I don't know how much. He's back to his high school weight. The guy looks limber. I mean, he could dance on his tiptoes right now. I'm not sure. I'm even going to have to set my beer down to beat you all in pickleball. So Tim's can come referee it. This is going to happen. But that's enough. For those asking about the Chopper, I see it on social. There you have it. There's my update. Um, so back to social, the reason I got on this tangent is because we are going to have predictor updates. I'm going to send it out on Sunday morning, Saturday afternoon. Um, my daughter's in her senior musical, so I'm going to be busy Saturday night. I'm not going to get to social. It's going to be Sunday morning. Um, we'll send out the updates on the predictor. I think the practice here is as important as anywhere. You got to prove that Larson's good. I love Byron. Now, Russell, you're locked and loaded. Please. The floor is yours. Let's talk Bowman. You have in the fifth position, and Chase Elliott barely holding on to tier three, you're going to have to sell the fans on something. Yeah, so you'd think they should be switched. So No, um, no. Don't put words in my mouth. I didn't say that. I said somebody else. I didn't say – it was a general you, not you. Oh. So the, the last – Bowman's last win came at Las Vegas in the next-gen car. He's finished top three in two of the last three races at Las Vegas. He was accidented in the other one while I was running top ten. And Hendrick's been so good at Vegas and on this type of track. This is where uh, my man Bowman's going to come back. All right. If you ever wanted a stat-supported long shot, follow me on this now. This is a statistically supported long shot. It's Alex Bowman at 22 to 1. This is this, We talk a lot about the books. The books use different understanding. Recent, recent um, you know, recent performance. He has not run great past his injury last year where he broke his back in a sprint car. He's definitely been down. Um, so I am not against Bowman. I think what Professor says is great, but I will say this. Let's put a big asterisk. If he goes and runs 22nd at Las Vegas, my concern for Alex Bowman goes up dramatically. Like this is the week he should, even if he doesn't win, he should be back to Bowman-esque. Yeah, if he doesn't run well at Vegas, he's never going to be top two tier ever again for me. So, The judge has spoken. Yeah. Well, then, please, let's go to NASCAR's most popular driver, who you have barely in the tier three. He's sandwiched. Let me just go ahead and say he's sandwiched between Austin Dillon and Ricky Stenhouse. You said that like a total 500 winners, <laughs> but I want to say six or seven wins between the two of them. You're going to have to give me something on my man, Chase. Well, so his average eight? finish at Vegas is 19th, which is his lowest on all mile-and-a-half tracks and his second lowest to, day to Daytona. So I, I just – and he only has three top tens in his 13 starts on mile-and-a-half tracks in the next-gen car. He's never had a, a top five in the next-gen car. Go ahead and mile and half track. file that away. So – let me ask you then. Let's. I want to skip ahead to a bet that we we haven't seen these bets before, but a book is offering these. Chase Elliott finishing position over under eleven point five. You can get plus one hundred if it's over. If you think he's finishing outside, I'm thankful 11. you put these bets on here. I've never seen these either. First of this all, this is the first. And this I've is, seen this. And then look, when you have you find a bet that I haven't seen, I feel like you've come up with some new stuff. I, I think the I might be. This is just a hunch. I could be wrong. You can start signing up in North Carolina on friday and it's becoming legal in the 11th so i oh, wonder if let's it's... talk about that 
Friday, March 1, you can open North Carolina accounts. March 11, right before March Madness, cannonball right off the top shelf. It's going to be amazing. I'll be taking part in that. I can't bet on racing, but I can tell you FanDuel's offers a lot of other places for me to wager. Rasta Vecta. Yeah. <laughs> I got a little German basketball interest. The wait is almost over, North Carolina. FanDuel, America's number one sports book, is coming to your state. On March 11th, you'll finally be able to bet on all your favorite sports teams and all your favorite sports. With FanDuel, there's tons of ways for you to get in on the action. You can bet on everything from the money line to the over-unders to which team will win this year's Tobacco Road Rivalry, all on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Plus, with live betting, you can even pick which player will put up the next bucket and the one after that. See for yourself why FanDuel is America's number one sports book. Just go to FanDuel.com slash Doe, D-O-U-G-H, so you can be the first to know when FanDuel goes live in North Carolina. That's FanDuel.com slash Doe. Make every moment more with FanDuel. 21 and over and present in North Carolina. Gambling problem? Call 877-718-5543 or visit morethanagame.nc.gov. Availability subject to regulatory approval. Chase Elliott, 11 and 11.5. That's a great line. That's a great line. It really is. I mean, that 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 is – I'm going to have to tip of the hat to the book that came up with that. I think that's an amazing line because you can get them top 10 uh, on other books at like – so here you go. He's minus 190. on. This is a perfect example of shopping books, and this is a little bit of my complaint to the sports books. I know you guys listen to us. You love us. Can we at least get consistent on what lines are available? I don't care about your odds. That's your business. That's the business of sports books. But consistent available betting is going to be better for the fan. There's my rant for the day. Minus 190 for the top 10, so you definitely wouldn't take that. You can get under 11.5 at another book at minus 130. So there's your perfect example. If you're betting top 10, you haven't done your homework. Great line. Professor, would you take over or under? Whew. I, I, I'm staying away from this one. Yeah. I, I, I need to see how he practices and qualifies. If he if he's pretty if he's up there, I could see him finishing top ten, but I gotta see him. I gotta see what speeds in that car because he he hasn't he he hasn't run well. Even last year, he didn't run well. So I need to see the how the car is doing. Let's just go through these because I think this is a great conversation. Let's start at the top. Bubba Wallace over under fourteen and a half for we're calling them even money. They're both minus one fifteen, so there's no juice either way. I seem to like the under. If he finishes, he's going to be inside the top 14, in my opinion. Professor, the stats say? On Bubba? Yeah. For for sure. I, I, I like Bubba this week. Blaney, over under nine and a half. The under's minus 140. I think that's where you should bet. There's a lot of ways to run outside the top nine. That's an, that's an avoid for me, just because of the juice. If they wanted my action. Blaney... Top 10 is minus 250. So, like, that's your point of shopping around. Shopping around. But if they wanted my action, I would have preferred a Blaney over under eight and a half at even money. I'd have given up one more spot to not pay the 40 cents worth of juice, but either way. Yeah, and, and Blaney's not really a mile and a half guy when you when you look at the numbers. Recently. He's either going to run, like, top three or 18th. Yeah, it's <laughs> I, I kind of stay away from him this week in general. Redick. I actually, this is awful to say. Do I dare say it? Say it. I like the Reddick over. 
plus money. Um, not because of his talent, not because of his speed. It's just, man, this car is just reasonably inconsistent. Is, is that fair, Russ? Or am I making up his inconsistency? Is that in my head? I think on a mile and a half track, you got to stick with him. I think when we we get off the mile and a half track of these other tracks, it's 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 he's inconsistent. But I I really like like he's been top ten in four of the last five at Las Vegas. Yeah, minus one sixty. There's no way I'm taking that bet. So if you, if would, you don't like Reddick, I got a matchup later on that I think you're gonna really. Uh... So if the stats say under, I'm not paying minus one sixty. I guess what I would do is take the over just for the chaos of the over at plus money because there's a lot of ways to run outside the top ten. The stats would disagree. I'm gonna give the stats credit. William Byron seven and a half. You're only betting. I mean, I, I I'm avoiding that. I mean, he should run inside the top seven, but you know, if I would have won all the races, I should. I wouldn't be on a podcast talking to you three idiots that was a term of endearment by the way hamlin can you possibly produce the hamlin podcast and then take the over trav is that possible uh, no i'm contractually obligated to <laughs> take the like under? It's, it's, it's in my contract it says must bet on i think he's due for a race though minus race 70 though is ridiculous on the under yeah I, yeah, that's the only reason. I think that's where you just avoid it because of the juice. He's one speeding penalty away from finishing outside that top 10 and plus 140 cash. Oh, it's going to come. It's just, is it the first yeah. pit stop or the last? That's the exactly. only question. It's almost like a hammer just because you don't, because <laughs> that's a guarantee. I, I think you just avoid that one. Says the producer. Um, yeah, I can't walk into the studio on Monday and say, y'all, it's a great day. You finish outside the top 10, I cash my bet. <laughs> Truex Jr., we can't get honest answers out of this. Um, seven and a half. That yeah, seems like a low number for Martin. It's been a long time since my guy's had a top five, too. So, How long? Like Michigan last August. Ooh. Whoa. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here as in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So you avoid Chase Elliott. You're avoiding Chris Buescher. You have Bubba Wallace as your sleeper. Give me some Bubba Wallace stuff. We blew through Bubba Wallace. He's a popular driver. You have him in the predictor at 10th which is right on kind of those value lines yeah uh, we find wallace so he, he finished fifth in both races this year already like avoided the chaos um he's finished fifth in this or fourth in this race last year um he's been six top tens in the last 10 mile and a half races he won at kansas and and um on a mile and a half track um what else do you want? I love that. I can't believe you didn't bring up Martin Truex's streak when we were talking about him. Is that because his number's at seven and a half? If it was at nine and a half, you'd have brought it up? It, yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, because he's been, and you want to see last in the next gen races at Vegas, he's been eighth, seventh, seventh, ninth. That's why it's seven and a half. I feel like Russ is double dipping. Yeah. Does does Martin know about this? He will when he listens to this podcast. <laughs> we'll tag him. 
professor. I don't think Martin's on social media. No, I think you're fine there. Unless you're going to go out on a lake and tell him in person while he's fishing, I think you're okay. You know, I like that about Martin, though. Like, he just shows up. He might be the most consistent personality, right? Like, he he doesn't really get stuck in the fray, has opinions when you ask him, doesn't give them unless he's asked. Like, he doesn't really project his opinions, but if you ask him, he'll tell you. He's got I maybe the like- best in-car audio. Oh, yeah, yeah. Him and his crew chief for sure has some feisty in-car audio. Um, let me, so we talked about Bowman. Let me uh, throw this matchup at you and Tim to get your thoughts. Reddick minus 140, Bowman plus 105. Yeah, I'm on Bowman there. Yeah, me too. It's worth the plus money price. I think Reddick's a little too high there. I do like Reddick this week, but I don't know. That's a little too high of a price. I mean, off of the model and everything, I feel like that's, and then you were talking about. They're way too close though. Yeah. So you're saying avoid them per the predictor. I would, yeah. I have a bet that I actually like. Krause versus Haley. Derek Krause driving the 16 car. That's uh, Krause plus 105, Haley minus 135. Haley, all day, every day, all day. He's, he's tw- well, 15 spots higher on the predictor. Um, uh, Justin so- Haley's a cup driver. He's been a cup driver for multiple years. Krause is a truck guy making a couple cup starts. I mean, cup racing, it, like he's jumping out of the kiddie pool into the middle of the Atlantic. I mean, cup racing is really, really, really hard. I have a bit of a concern about the equipment Haley's in because we still don't really know what Rick Ware Racing is. Um, what is Krause in? He's in the he's in the um, college car. The college yeah. car, yeah, the thirty-one and the sixteen. He's in the second college car. I'm sorry. Haley over Kraus all day, every day. Haley has the experience. Haley's going to run somewhere between one and three laps down, and I don't think Derek Kraus can stay within three laps of the lead. Haley's he's very consistent, too. He, he always Haley. finishes these races. Haley. Haley. Yeah, Haley. I he's think Haley does a really nice job of taking his equipment to 95%. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why... Well, how are that 51's going to run? He's going to he's going to get the most out of it. I like I'm telling you. I think that's a bad bad matchup. I, I appreciate the books giving us some tier 4 and 5 6 driver matchups, but I love Haley over Kraus. Matter of fact, that might be my hammer of the week. I mean, what else are you going to do? Like these are hard, right? You got Larson and Byron, Barry and Greg, Barry, another one, Barry and Gregson. Oof. Hard to know. So how how would you handle like the Larson minus one sixty versus Byron plus one thirty? I know they're really tight, but at plus one thirty, is it worth? He just has to beat Larson. Obviously, we know Larson's really good, but at plus one thirty, is the odd? Would you still would you want better odds before you make that make that bet? Tim's that's a better question. I'm going to give it to you. I want to see how they end up in practice and qualifying and see if it moves. I I, I like the one thirty price with Byron, but. I like Larson better than Byron personally in this one because Lar- here's the thing. Larson could wreck and finish 35th, but he could also, if he's, if he's there, he's going to finish top three. So, so, so I got a real question. Is this disrespect to Byron or is this I, tip yeah. of the hat respect to Larson? Like you get what I'm saying? Cause I could, I could stand on both sides of this fence. If I'm William Byron or William Byron fan, like how dare you disrespect our guy. He won the most races last year. He won the Daytona 500. Won the championship. What's the guy? Or didn't win the championship. Excuse me. Made the made the run to the championship. Right. Like, what does our guy have to do to be considered a favorite? Kyle Larson. 
had that monster year a couple years ago, tapered last year a little. I mean, it wasn't way off, but he was off the year before. Also made it to the championship. Like, I mean, I don't have an opinion. I think it's a really good heads-up bet. I just didn't know if you guys, like, should Byron feel disrespected or not. Yeah, I think so. I mean, they're the top two favorites to win the race, and they're saying head-to-head, Byron's what? 70 cents less than him? Like, that's a huge difference to me. I think they're scared. I think the books are scared of Larson's fame and persona. I think he's considered the favorite. I think, like, I think his favorite should be, I think his to win should be like five to one, not four to one. But I think the people are going to hammer him. And that's the same reason in this matchup. I think they put it at minus 160 to scare the bets away. I, uh, yeah. I have a, I have a group bet for, um, Russ, Cendric plus 195, Dylan plus 200, Nemechek 250, Barry 300. The reason I asked that is because on the predictor model, Dylan is tier three and everybody else is by far lower. That's an Austin Dylan bet. That's what I'm, that's what I think. It's a, I would say Austin Cendric bet. He's the favorite. There you go. I can't remember the last race Austin Dillon didn't crash in. I'll be honest. So I stay away from Austin Dillon every so, time I get. So why is Cendric so much lower uh, in the model? Then who? Then Austin Dillon? Because Austin Dillon has some pretty good Las Vegas numbers. Yes. Look at me. I did a little, I did a little studying. Yeah. What about Ross Chastain? Do you like him, Russ? I mean, he's seventh I, in the predictor. I do. I love. I love Ross. I, I like the Ross. He's minus one twenty over Chase Elliott. Because if I'm fading Chase Elliott I, and I like Ross, I think that's a good head to head. Not too much juice. And Ross, Ross is looks good the first two weeks of the year. It, it, he's been top five in three of the four races in Vegas in the next gen car. One of those was with a speeding penalty. Yeah, I, I like that. He came back last week from a speeding penalty, I think, too. I mean, I like that. I like okay, him Okay, so let's continue down the fade chase line. Where do you draw the line? Because I don't disagree. Chastain, Chastain or Elliott, numbers would say that, right? But so where's the line? Um, you say Chastain. Tell me if any of these drivers you wouldn't take over Chase, because I think you might find these matchups over the, over the weekend. Reddick, Truex, Bubba. You can get Truex versus Elliott right now. Truex is minus 121 versus Elliott minus 108. Truex is seven top tens in a row. Las Vegas. I would take that. I, all those guys I would take against Chase. Yep. You haven't you haven't got me yet, Stevie. How about tier three Kyle that you've put in tier two? No, I, I wouldn't call him tier three Kyle, but you would. <laughs> he's he's tier he's made his way up to tier two from tier three. How about Brad K? All right, so we've got to where you start cooling off. That's a fair, right? We're just talking about this. This is open conversation. I'd still go. I'd still fade Chase. Yeah. Oof, I- I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to have to get my man Tim's a new t shirt. Fade <laughs> Chase in quotes, Tampa Tim's on the back. Yep. <laughs> I backed him two weeks in a row and he let me down. He, he, I mean, I mean, the only reason he beat Larson head to head for me last week is because Larson wrecked. I mean, I got to so- see results. So while we're on the matchup conversation, I want to talk this other bet that you found, team matchups. Once again, great bet. Front row versus Colic. 
front row, monster favorites, and I would still take them. Minus 210, folks, is the number. And this is just one of their drivers finishing better than the other it's best driver. Daniel Hemrick and Derek Krause against Todd Gilliland and Michael McDowell. And and I'm going to say it just like this. And um, how about this? I'll say it a different way. Two full-time cup drivers for the last handful of years versus two part-time cup drivers. Last, that, that, that alone is why you take them. And front row has been disrespected long enough. Gilliland ran great. Looked beautiful out had there. Had a pit. He, I, I talked to him this week because I was like, man, what happened? I heard you had a pit for two tires. And he said, man, one of those wrecks, I kind of got into the fence a little bit. Didn't think I did any damage. It finally broke the toe link, so I had to pit. So that's why that was the deal, but ran great. I mean, just ran great. So I think that is a front row for sure. Micah McDowell by an absolute landslide over the other three, I would bet. Yeah, well, Derek Krause is his first career start. Isn't I'm not trying to knock on Derek Krause. It's hard. This is more of a compliment to the other 35 guys. Like, this, this is hard. Guys, this isn't intramural football. I told the driver that once. Went to trucks, never won. Wouldn't ever speak to me again. <laughs> Look at the professor cackle. He knows the conversation. I, I I think that's a bet. Even at minus two ten, it's a bet. Twenty three eleven versus Team Penske. I don't like this because it's really? Ford versus Toyota. You would think it would be twenty three eleven at plus money. I mean, that's where I would lean. Um, so if I was gonna take this bet, I would take twenty three eleven at plus money, just because the Toyotas at the mile and a half have been good. New body style, waiting to see. But I can't believe they built a bo- a bad one. Ford's also on a new body style, but I like the plus money on that one. Disagree, Professor? Uh, I would I would go with 2311 hands down. Legato's low on the predictor, but I, I just feel like he's he could show up here. Same with Blaney. I mean <laughs> totally. I, I it, it, it that's what scares me. I mean, I, I, I discount Cindric. I think, yeah, Reddick and Bubba can beat him straight up, but you know, Reddick and Bubba, I see them on the outer side of the top ten. I could see Logano and Blaney in the top five. I totally agree. If it was average finish of their top two, like this is the problem, right? Is it gets to be real hard there. I agree. All right. Trackhouse versus RFK. Daniel Suarez, congratulations to Atlanta. I'm being really nice because I'm getting ready to kick you in the stomach. <laughs> this is basically Ross Chastain versus the 17 and the six. I don't think Suarez will can outrun them consistently. Now I will say that the man won last week. He shouldn't. I hope he's celebrating. He was just on stage with Pitbull, by the way. I saw that on social media. I hope Daniel Suarez goes into like orbit. I hope he turns into the biggest star, right? One of the only international drivers we've seen that stays with consistent winning power. I say consistent. He's won now two out of the last three years, right? Juan Pablo probably being the last one that had consistent wins. Is that fair? Ambrose maybe at the road courses also. But my point is we always talk about, hey, you know, in NASCAR, you don't have home cities or home states, and maybe that hurts some of the fandom. We've talked about that, right? Like Broncos versus Charlotte or Broncos versus the Patriots. You kind of get different areas. Well, when I look at, you know, Latin American driver, Daniel Suarez, who now has backed it up with a win, I hope he goes into, like, superstardom. I hope that countries support him. Um, I think it would be great for him. And being on stage at Pitbull only helps. That's a big win for him, obviously, with SVG and Xfinity, and it's kind of his contracts up, new crew chief this year. Like, that was a huge victory for him. 
You know, Daniel Suarez has everything that Justin Marks is looking for, right? Marketable, a different look, a different feel, a different type driver. You know, he's not one of the 10 North Carolina drivers, right? That is marketable in its own sort of way. And I think Daniel's now backing it up on the racetrack. That's what I love, right? We talk about making stars. Well, it starts with winning, and then you become a star. Well, now he's won and did it in the third closest finish in NASCAR history. So back, that was off my rant. Track house versus RFK. What do you say, Mr. Timms? I like track house, even though I do, I believe with you, it's still Chastain versus the 17 and the six. I think he beats them both anyway. I, I think you get Suarez is like a cherry on top in case there's an accident or Suarez has a career day. Exactly. And, and you're, and you're getting him off the high. So like I'll, I'll ride that in case he, he does ride that momentum. So what's the number say, Russ? Well, Busher's never finished top five on a mile and a half track. So we can, and, and we just said so Ross, Chase Elliott and Busher are top five lists. Yeah, well, well, Busher's top five list, period, like on a mile and a half track. Not on a, That's not, fascinating to me. Yeah. And so so we just said Ross finished top five in, in three of the last four here. So now Brad was fourth here last fall. But other than that, he's been he's really struggled here recently. I like it. I agree with Tim's. And then HMS versus JGR, I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. There's no way. No. Ain't happening. Like just did it's just ain't happening. Sorry. So I'm gonna tell you I have one long shot driver prop that I think is interesting before we move on. Bubba Bowman both top ten at plus three fifty. Well it's plus three forty. Oh sorry. Plus three forty. I'm just I'm just lobbing it out there to get a little bit more Tim's money on the book. Look, I saw the pen. He just picked up the pen. A little scribble. All right, let's move on to Xfinity. Um, well, we're not drafting for once, so for that reason, we're now fading the 21. Is that fair? Are you taking him off the – where are you at, Professor? No way. No way. He won this race last year. Well, that's these why I'm asking. First, first three races – he won these exact same three races last year. Well, Hill is Hill is giving him 9-1. to one. Yeah. Nemechek is the monster favorite, and he's now part-time in this Gibbs car, though, right? Correct. At three to one, Allgaier five to one, Custer five to one, Chandler Smith eight to one, Herps eight to one, Hill nine to one, The Dinger at eleven to one, Creed Almarola. What car is Almarola in? He's in a Gibbs car. I like it. I like that bet. Well, let me ask you this: If you still like Hill, plus one hundred versus Chandler Smith to beat one driver. So I, I actually think Chandler Smith's going to win win this race. He should have won this race last year. He got passed in the last lap. Never mind then. Totally agree. avoid that. Avoid that bet. Yeah, he led. He led 118 laps last year. He was third and fourth in in these two races in both Vegas races last year, and that was in colleague equipment. Now he's in Gibbs equipment. So, so I love. Here's a bet I love. Here's I think my favorite bet on the board. Eric Almarola top five. At plus 180. That's a Gibbs car. He's a cup driver. He's a cup winner. He's going to have Gibbs pit crews. The car it easily can run inside the top 10. That's a no, no-brainer. And I, once again, I think is not getting the credit because he runs on Sundays. Remember, he ran one Xfinity race and one at Sonoma. Not known as a road course guy. Like, I'm not trying to discount, but this is AAA. This isn't the cup level. So 
who would you take? Would you take, you know, Nolan Ryan after retiring to pitch at AAA? I think you would. That was a throw to the shirt. Great shirt, by the way, Travis. Great Nolan Ryan shirt. Love that. Little Astros, single star shirt. Um, so I think Almarola, I love him at 14 to one to win the race. I don't love him in a top three because you can run fourth, third, you know, you could be in the in the milk there pretty easy. So I like Almarola. I think it's disrespectful to give him plus money for a top five. When all when Nemechek is minus two fifty, I'm sorry. No way. Russ, what else do you got? Xfinity. I think Parker Kligerman's worth a look at at fifty to one. Would you bet him fifty to one, or would you top five him at six to one? You think just go for the hail mary? Yeah, at fifty to one. What about Josh Williams in the college car? Are the books follow me here though? This is a real question. I know Josh Williams drove what I would consider sub, you know, B or C equipment. Now he's in. I guess we're going to call it A equipment. It wins, right? Yeah. So 12 to 1 for a top five. I think I would just have to see him put a whole race together before I could do that. Fair, fair. Yeah. I don't think they'll make the aggressive calls necessarily, or he might not go for that move that he would. I think they just need to finish a race and get a solid finish. I'm with the professor. Yeah, he's anything on the match? So where are you at, Tim's? You leaning towards anything, or because you're in the Junior Motorsports house, you're just going to whisper and not tell us? So no, I'll tell room. you. I like Gibbs. I think Gibbs is going to be pretty strong, and they're pretty stout. And and that's why I agree with the professor. I like Chandler Smith and and Al- Almarola just because I don't want to pay plus three hundred on Nemechek. I like um, that because I don't I don't think Nemechek has does a good job closing the races he dominates, even in that car. So I I think he's a lot more of a risk than maybe an Austin Hill would be at that price. Uh, so I'd rather go again with his teammates and do that. Just a reminder, no real rules changes in Xfinity to speak of. And Riley Herbst beat everybody by 155 seconds the last time we were there. Some ridiculous number. What was it, Professor? It was something awful. Yeah, 155 seconds, right? It was like, no, no, no BS. I think it was a 15-second win. Like, it was a monster. I only bring that up because, you know... Unlike in, in Cup, where we have a lot of movement and we have, you know, new body styles, yeah, Xfinity's been pretty consistent, and Riley Herbst absolutely murdered everybody. It was 14.9, yeah. 14.9. Just bring that up. Over Nemechek. Thank you. Just bringing that up. Maybe a sprinkle. All right, let's go to this other series. There's a third series that runs on the weekends. Their roofs blow off, some of them. Um, it's the convertible truck series. Kyle Busch in the race again. He's got competition, though, this week from the Cup Series. Yeah. We got um, Christopher Bell is in that Tricon number one truck. Give me some history on the Tricon one truck. Like, who drives it, doesn't win, what's the deal? That's kind of like their, I want to call it an all-star truck, but their their other truck that, um, like, William Swalich runs it when he's allowed to because he's too, too young. Um, Tony, Tony Breidinger was in it at Daytona. It's their kind of their extra truck. So, but that's, that's David Gilliland's team. And that's the team like Corey Heim drives for. So it's, it's a legit team. Um, and, but Zane Smith is also in the race too. And he's in, um, that McAnally equipment and they've been really strong this year. There's only, there's only two guys to bet in this race to win. 
Nope, I disagree. Go on. Who are your two? Bush and Bell. Nope. Eckes is your guy. Why? So, so he he was by far the fastest at, at Atlanta. I understand it's a different different type of racing, but he was by far the fastest. He's won here before, and he's just he was really good at the end of the last year. Like he won Kansas last year. Um, he won it. I like Eckes top year. five. I like Eckes top five at plus money. Okay. I hate just betting even money for a winner, but it's Kyle Busch in a truck at Las Vegas. I don't know how many times he's won there, but it's been been a lot, I think. And I mean, Bell at plus six hundred to be his biggest competition. Yeah, that's a sprinkle. I do like. I, I'm with Professor on Eckes. I, I'd like him to be the biggest truck regular threat, but beat Kyle Busch heads up to beat Christopher Bell heads up. That's a tall task. I'm with Tim's. So you've heard it. Let's review trucks. If you're looking for a long shot, which isn't a huge long shot, but if you're looking for truck guys, the professor thinks Eckes at 10 to 1 currently is where he sits. Unfortunately, he's going to have to beat Zane Smith, a cup driver, Bell, and Bush. You guys both know Bell and Bush. Bush is the hammer favorite at even money. The question is, can you afford to bet a driver at even money? Bell at 6 to 1 is giving you pretty good value. Moving on to Xfinity, Nemechek, a long favorite. Not a lot of guys here are on the Nemechek train. I think there's some feelings that the Gibbs cars are going to be great, so therefore Chandler Smith and Eric Amarola have a lot of interest. There's some confusion about Herbst to one by 14.9 seconds in the fall. Um, is there anything else we need to talk about there? I think that's it. The professor says don't ignore Parker Kligerman at 50-1. to 1. I think he's just friends with Parker. On the cup side, uh, Tim's and I need to make our head-to-head. We are now even, one, one and one. Well, let's have a review. Who won last week and what was the wager? Uh, I think it was Blaney over Elliot. He gave me the favorite. I I disrespected the model, and I paid the price. I'm sorry, Professor. Let's see what you do this week. Well, it's it's, Tim's has the – it's his – he's got control of the board. This week, I'm going to put Travis in the corner. I'm going Denny Hamlin over William Byron. (laughs) Oh, he's going against the the, the model. (laughs) So you're going against the model, though. I'm going against the model. I'm going against Travis, so he has to root against Denny. <laughs> All right. William Byron, let's go. Willie B. I love it. I'll take it. I'll take it. What else you're on? I got a, I got a PGA bet in action right now. What do, we, what, what do we got? I got a major long shot. I can't even pronounce his name, but hold on. I'm going to try my best. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Listen, man, I'm just going to. I'm gonna, I, I tell it like it is. So it's why did you bet this guy? Christian Bezendu? Bezendu? I don't know how you say it. B-E-Z-U-I-D-E-N-H-O-U-T. I, I'm not going to butcher the guy's name and try to pronounce it like I'm going to correct. I'm going to fall on the sword like a true television professional and say, hey, <laughs> I, I don't cover golf. There's no chance I'm getting this one out. But I got my man Christian at plus 55, $25 to win a chunk. I just put a little nibble out there. Um, I also am faded Matt Kutcher in all of his matchups. That was the other big thing. Florida swing is underway. Palm beaches. Look at Tim's. Tim's like, I didn't get on that PGA action. I'm, I'm, I'm writing that down. 
Uh, hockey last week absolutely was a disaster. I mean, yeah, I know. I'm glad honest. I didn't tell you. Good thing yeah. I lost that move. I mean, <laughs> the pot was barely out before you handed out losers. I mean, the guy who played goalie for the Islanders gave up the fastest three goals in NHL history. It seemed like so. I think uh, I think that's why we go back with them this week, this Thursday. They're playing the Red Wings tonight. Red Wings, I think they're they're good, but they're a nosedive. So if 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 that guy's not in net, I think it's Falarmov. He's not. If he's in net. Don't even listen to me, but I'm never betting that guy again. And then the Avalanche, they they were okay. They were up for 58 minutes, and then they lose two to one in overtime. I, I don't get how you do that, but it was tough. What did they tell you? You sure you're not on the cruise with Chopper? <laughs> <laughs> I might have to be. All right. Well, I'm super interested in the Cup Series because. New body styles, right? Like uh, speedways or whatever. But now this is why they, they didn't build a new body style for Daytona and Atlanta. I can tell you that. They built a new body style for this place. So efficient downforce. Have they figured it out? And you would think there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve. And this is one of the hardest places to do it because with the bumps, it's really hard to control the pitch in the shape of the car, right? It rolls and bounces all around. Um, so it's going to be really interesting to see. And I think the value this week, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I think the top is jammed up. I like, as much as I hate to agree with the professor, I think Alex Bowman is completely disrespected by the books with his numbers out there. Um, and I think that at the bottom of the group, there are some, I'm going off pure uh, just number of starts, right? Like when I see matchups against Josh Berry or against Noah Gregson or against Kaz Grala or against Derek Krause, I'm taking guys that, you know, while they may not have the best numbers, they run all the time. And I'm taking the full-time drivers over anybody who's part-time just because of how difficult this series is. We love it. Love it. All love right, it. Tim. Love it. Good luck on all your action. I can't wait to see if producer Trav wins against his man, Denny Hamlin. Uh, that's going to be a big talking point on actions detrimental to each and every week. Good luck on the tables. And good luck in the sports book. May all the bets pay off. Check out Dirty Mo Media on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.